Welcome to a new episode of the Upper Room Church Podcast. Let's join Pastor Johnson as he shares another life-changing message. Anyway, uh, I had that talk with the Lord. We got it straightened out. And uh, he, he he pointed me to the Word, and I'm going to show you what he gave me in the Word. Okay, you know God, he's going to get you straightened out. Now, let's look at the Word of the Lord here, brothers and sisters. So you see how I felt some kind of way of getting sick. And, and I thought about it. I said, well, you could have got coronavirus. You could have got a bad case. You could have went to the hospital. You could have got on a ventilator. Man, you could have went, got out of here. A whole lot of things could have went wrong, but look at it. It didn't. Let me let me give you some some word here. So one thing about life and death that I I, I learned now, uh, I don't I don't really worry about life and death anymore uh, because uh, you know uh, life and death is in the hand of God. One can't die to God. Say die. Sometimes I've heard people say uh, they're ready to get out of this old mean world. They want to get away from here. It's so bad. And, uh, and, and, and you know, it, yeah, this is a mean world. It's a doggy dog world, y'all. And, uh, and, and people people just not nice anymore. People will, uh, people will be sick with colds and flus and viruses, and they'll come around you and not warn you. They just don't care. Uh, and I, I said that to say this, uh, I was standing out in the yard, but the doctor told me, he said, don't lay around, don't lay around. Uh, whatever you do, don't lay around. Keep moving. And so I, I felt that like laying around, and uh, I did exactly what he said, didn't lay around. I, he said, he, he, doctor, go in the backyard. Uh, just don't just don't uh, lay around. So I, I hung around in the backyard as long as I could, watch the squirrel play on the fence, <laughs> and watch the birds fly till I got tired of them. And I come to the front yard and watch the cars go by till I got tired of watching them hitting that speed bump out there tearing the car up. And uh, I was standing out there the other day, and uh, a man came down the street that knew me. He where he owed me some money, and uh, he brought me some money. And uh, he stopped in front of the car. I was standing in the garage door there, looking right at him, and he was uh. Uh, getting ready to come up, and I and I and I hollered at him from the garage door as, as he got to the bottom of the uh, uh, driveway. I said, "Ho, ho, ho, ho!" He said, "What's wrong?" I said, "Don't come up here." He said, "What's going on?" I said, "Man, they said I got corona. Don't come up here." He said, "Oh, I come to bring you your money." I said, "Okay, that's good. Put it in the mailbox right there. I get it." And we talked talk from the end of the street. He said, I hate to hear that. I said, well, it's all right. I'm fine. I'm fine. Everything's good, man. Appreciate your prayers. Keep on praying for me. And uh, it's all good. But I said, I don't want you. If I got it, I don't. I don't wouldn't give this to nobody. So don't don't come up here. And we talked from from that distance. And he got in his car and went on went on down the street. And uh, I said the same thing to my neighbor across the street. Ho, 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 don't come over here, buddy. Hold it right there. And uh, they say I got something. Uh, I ain't got nothing. I mean, well, um, just just, just to be what they say I got, you know. Uh, but anyway, 
talk from right there. But, you know, um, the world is so messed up and, and, and people are so evil. People uh, go to function. People do things. They'll come around you and they know they uh, they know they got a, uh, uh, I, I, you know, sick and feverish and all that kind of stuff. But if I'm if I got a virus, I ain't come around nobody till I get straightened out. Cause I wish you what 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 who that uh Jew say? I wish all above all things that you would prosper and be in health, even as our soul prosper. I want you to feel good. I want you to I want you to look good, feel good. I ain't trying to give you give you my cold or nothing like that. Uh, do everything I can to keep you from getting it. All right. Let's take a look at the word of the Lord. Uh, so I, I was saying about living and dying. Uh, Romans 14 chapter. Get that. Romans 14 chapter, verse 7 and 8. That ought to do it. That ought to explain where I want to where I want to say with, about this right here. Uh, Romans 14 chapter, verse number 7 says, For none of us live to himself, and no man die to himself. So what Paul is saying right there, whether we live or whether we die, we got it. We got it. Look, look, we don't live to ourselves and we don't die to ourselves. Y'all follow what I'm saying? No, man, we, we, we are not our own boss to live or die as we ourselves might choose. It, it ain't up to me to say, well, I know people think, well, uh, I, I'm, I'm ready to go. That's, that's really not your choice. I'm ready to go, Lord. I'm tired. Get me on out. I heard people say they're tired. And, well, God God grant people their wishes. Uh, I know my mom, uh, when she was suffering, she, she said she was tired. And uh, she made peace with God, and God grant her her, her, her her wishes. But but if God still has uh, work for you to do, you tired or not, we, we, we are put here for a reason to do God's will, do God's bidding, his purpose. And, you know, we, we shouldn't be trying to escape what God wants us to do until God is done with us. So what I'm saying, your assignment is not up until God said it's up. God can't release you. That That is if he, if he have an assignment on your life. Now, I know some people may not have an assignment on their life. But I encourage you to get one because if you don't have one, then you don't have a, a whole lot of reason or purpose to live. we got to have a purpose for living, you know, purpose-driven life. What what drives you? What you what are you trying to do? What, what are you trying to achieve? Everybody in, in this life, you need to have a purpose-driven life. What What is your purpose that drives you? Whatever it might be. Well, your children, uh, your business, your family, or whatever, uh, what drives you, what drives you is what gives you the energy to go on the next day, okay, that's what drives you, you got to have that fuel, man, you got to have, somebody said you got to have some fire in the belly, uh, I was talking to one man, he said, uh, uh, I might have some, some, a little snow on the rooftop, but he said, but I got some fire in the belly, and I just fell out laughing. Yeah, you you got some snow on the on the top of the roof, all right. <laughs> head full, of, head full of. I mean, you might have some snow on the rooftop. Yeah, head full of snow. Uh, uh, but he said, "But I got plenty of fire in the belly." So you you got to have. Uh, I got a little. I got a little snow on the rooftop myself. Not much. 
uh, but there's something up there. But I, I got a lot of fire in the belly, y'all. And so you got to have a lot of fire in the belly, and that's what's going to drive you to, to continue your goal. How much fire you got in your belly? Is the fire going out? People are ready to go home be with the Lord. The fire is getting dim. So I say uh, if, if you're not ready to go home be with the Lord, put some coals on the fire. Put some wood on. Put some more wood on there so it's, so so the, so it can uh, the flame can get a little taller. Okay. Uh, but God is not in the business of releasing people until they uh, complete their assignment. And you remember I told you a couple of weeks ago, I feel like I got so much more to give and so much more that I can help people with. I do. I'm not, I don't feel like I'm done. I don't feel like uh, I'm at the end of my road of helping people. Because when you look at the shape and the state that people are in, man, they need so much help. So why, why you want to bail out now when our world is in so much trouble? And there are so few people that can help. So many people are messed up themselves. It's so few people that has their head on straight that can help. And we need those people to be around uh, a little while longer. So we pray for them that the Lord let them be with us as long as uh, as he will allow. And so here uh, Paul is saying, in this verse 7, he said, for none of us live to himself and none of us die to himself. And so, and, and, and I'm looking at my living Bible, what it says, we are, we are not our own boss to live or to die as we ourselves might choose. So it's, it's not up to me to say, well, Lord, I've been struggling. I've been toiling a long time. I'm tired of pulling the plow. I, I've been pulling it by myself. I don't have a whole lot of help. But, uh, I'm tired of pulling it, Lord, and uh, I'm, I, I, I'm my soul needs resting. No man live and die to himself. If God give you the ability to pull that plow, you pull that plow to God say, uh, well done, you, you that's, that's enough. It ain't up to you to say, I pull it. See, what are we really saying? I pull it as long as I want to pull it. <laughs> I don't want to pull it no more. No, you pull it to God say, okay, you don't have to pull it anymore got a replacement that's what that's what he's saying right here in Romans. and so i want us to stop thinking like that uh that it's time for us to get out of here it's time for us to go look you pull that thing until god said okay that's enough if you and, and somebody said well i'm tired i'm getting tired i tell you i, I said it so many times i tell you like an old man told me he said, Thomas, you need to ask the Lord for a little more grace. Because you get tired. I get tired. All of us get tired. When you get tired, you ask the Lord for a little more grace. Y'all follow me? Ask him for a little more grace. Don't ask him to, 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 to get you out of here. Ask the Lord, I need a little more grace. If you want me to pull this plow some more, I need a little more grace. Grace is God's strength. Lord, I need a little more strength. You give me a little more strength, I pull it another day. I pull it another day or two. A little more strength. Amen. So we're going to do this until God said, amen, well done, well done, uh, good and faithful servant. So he said, verse 7 said, for none of us live to himself and no man die to himself. And then verse 8 said, for whether we live or 
we we live, we live to the Lord, and whether we die, we die unto the Lord. And whether we live, therefore, or die, we are the Lord. Y'all see that? So whatever we do, if I, if we live, and the way I look at this, it's a it's a win win situation. If we live, we live to the Lord. That's a win win. If we die, we die to the Lord. That's a win win. So the devil don't get no praise. The devil don't get nothing out of the life of a child of God. Nothing at all. Both ways, either way it go, he is disappointed because he missed the soul that he thought he had. So if we live, we live to the Lord, the devil is, he, he's disappointed. Satan is a thief. If we die, we die unto the Lord, the devil is disappointed. He still didn't get us. He still didn't get a soul. He still didn't derail us. He still, he still didn't stop us from doing God's will. So uh, it's a win-win situation. So my, 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 my thought today, let me give you my thoughts because I'm getting ahead of myself. Let me calm down just a little bit. Uh, uh, my, my, my text for the day, if you want to write, around, write it down and see what I was talking about, my, my, my text was uh, I asked myself a question. Where is Jesus? Where is Jesus? All that's going on in the world, all this chaos, all this killing, all shooting out children. You know, every time I think about it, my heart still gets sad about them children and those parents that got killed at the school. Where, where is Jesus? And, and I asked the Lord that question, where is Jesus? And the Lord fired back at me. And I'm going to give you what he, what he put back at me. Where is Jesus? And, and, and the answer is, I'm right here. I'm with you. I'm where I said I'd be. I'm right where I, I'm where I, where I always have been. And he's going to show us where he's at. Where he always been. Where he always going to be. Where is Jesus? Lord, suffering everywhere. Where is Jesus? Killing, Lord, the, the, they robbing. Where is Jesus? I'm right here. I'm right here. I'm right here. I'm right where I said I'd be. God allows things to happen. And sometimes he allows things to happen to you. As I said, I didn't, I, I, I was saying, well, why you let me get coronavirus? Where is Jesus in all this? He said, I'm right here. I'm right here. You, you're not dead, are you? I'm right here. You're not on a ventilator, are you? I'm right here. You, you're going to be just fine. I'm right here. Where is Jesus? He where he always said he was going to be. God with you. God got you. Look at Matthew, the uh, 28th chapter. Okay? Turn there. I'm, 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 I'm going to do my best to not hold y'all long today, okay? Uh, try not to go real long. But let me give you this right here. That, that's, that's my purpose now. Now, I can pull it, but I, I, don't, I don't want to push it. I'm, I don't want to push it. I'm, I'm just going to teach it. All right? Now, Matthew, the 28th chapter. Matthew, the 28th chapter, verses uh, 19 and 20. Where, where, where is Jesus? I feel some kind of way. He fired back at me, and he let me know. All right? Here's here what he gave me. And, and he gave me some other stuff. Uh, to whoop, whoop me, whoop me up, whoop me and set me straight. All right, where is Jesus? Matthew twenty-eight nineteen. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, 
baptizing them in the name of the Father, yes, and and of the Son, yes, and of the Holy Ghost or Holy Spirit, yes. God said, you go, you go, you go, you go. We've been going too, y'all. I've been going, I've been going, you've been going, and uh, trying to do God's will. Verse number 27, he said, teaching them to observe all things. I love this right here because this that's what I'm all about. Teaching them, teaching them. Oh, this is a teachable moment for me. Coronavirus being a teachable moment for me. I hope it can be a teachable moment for you. Look, I take vitamins. I take this every day. I do this. But you know you still going to get sick. Take all that stuff, and you're still going to get sick sometimes. Stuff still slip up on you. But he said, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. Y'all see it? And then he said, and lo, the word lo means look, see. Teach them to observe all things whatsoever I command you. And look, I am with you always even unto the end of the world. Amen. That's what he fired back at me. So where is Jesus? Look, I'm right where I said I was. I'm where I said I'd be. I'm right here. What I said, where I tell you I was going to be at? What I tell you I was going to do? What did I say I was going to be to you? I'm right here. I'm right here. And that's what God fired back at me. And I'm firing it at you. You may be wondering. You may be going through something. And you be saying, well, I'm the, why am I going through this? Where is Jesus? He's where he said he's going to be. You're not dead, are you? Yeah, you're not dead. No, you're not, you're not, on, you're not on a ventilator. You're not, you're not, you, 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 you're still here. And so where is Jesus? He's right where he said he would be. In our lives, in our soul, in our spirit. Making a way, bringing us out, delivering us keeping us, healing us. Oh, you know, the devil got a, you know, I'm on the devil's hit list. You know, he got a big old mark on my back, and he done sent all his hell hounds out after me. Thomas, get him, get him, y'all. Whatever you can do, get that fella. Get that fella. Make something go wrong in his life. And, you know, uh, where is Jesus? Where is Jesus? He said, Teach them to observe all things. Whatsoever I commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. God is with you, brothers and sisters. God is with me. I believe that. I believe it. I believe it. So the Lord fired back and said, I'm with you. I'm with you. You know, and I knew the Lord with me. I know he's with me, but I didn't know being with me. Uh, stuff can happen to you with him being with you. We thought if the Lord being with you, He was gonna uh, keep you from keep you from experiencing some things, uh, keep some things from coming on you, keep some things from getting in your life. That's what I thought. He go, He with you. He got you. That's what I was looking at uh, from that from that aspect that He was going to not allow things to to attach themselves to you. No. No, he can do that too. He can do that also, but uh, he can he can allow things to attach themselves to you and still preserve you. God is just that good. He's just that awesome. Y'all hear what I'm saying? God can let 
things happen to you. He can allow you to get sick, and, and, and God can be right there in the sickness. Many times, many times Jesus told folks in the, in the Scripture, uh, that when he, especially when he raised, raised Lazarus from the dead. Y'all remember that story where they told Jesus, Lazarus, he whom you love is sick. And Jesus said, this sickness is not unto death. Sometimes we get sick, but it, it, death ain't in there. You can feel like dying, but this is, this is you ain't, you're not going to die. This sickness is not unto death. What you're going through right now is temporarily. It's just something you're going through, but it's not unto death. This is, this is not the way you're going to get out of here. This right here is not going to be what take you out. This is not it. So Jesus said, this sickness is not unto death. So what am I saying this morning? Where is Jesus? Whatever you're going through in life right now, this does not have to be what's going to take you out. You be thinking, well, I know this eventually gonna lead, take me on home. How you know that? How you know that? Did the Lord tell you that? No. If he did, okay, but if he did, you don't know that. So where is Jesus? He said, I am with you. He said, Teach them to observe all things whatsoever I command you, and lo, I'm with you even until the end of the world. The world will come to an end one day as we know it. Amen. So that's what the Lord fired back at me, and he gave me that scripture right there. I'll be with you until the end of the world. God is so good. He's able to turn our mourning into dancing. So I, I thank God today. I'm rejoicing today. I did my happy dance on yesterday. Amen. God turned. Uh, he know how to turn our mourning into dancing. And so feeling bad and wanting to lay around, and, and I wanted to lay around. I felt like laying all around. But the doctor told me, he said, don't lay around because if you lay around, uh, you could get a blood clot. I don't know what he talking about. A uh, uh, blood clot, what are you talking about? Uh, I'm not getting no blood clot. And my coworker told me the same thing. He said, Thomas, don't lay around. My wife had it, and she all she did was lay around, lay around. She didn't move around, and she got a blood clot in her lungs. And they hadn't got her to the hospital in time. It it would have killed her. So I wasn't about to lay lay around. You you that know me, I can't hardly sit still. I always got to be moving and doing something. Uh, I can hear voice of my mama now. Every time I go to boy, sit down. Where you going? Sit down. Just got here. I'll be be moving and stuff. But uh. I don't know, Mama. I just got, I just got to be moving, doing something. So I, I, I just can't sit around. And so, uh, I, I just thank God for Jesus and thank God for how good He is, how good He's going to continue to be toward you and I. But brothers and sisters, where, where, where is Jesus? Where is He, brothers? Where is He? He, He with you. Uh, things not going well. You got a big problem right now. Where, where is Jesus? Folks next door acting a fool, acting crazy. Where is Jesus? Playing the music loud. I was telling the man on yesterday, I got crazy neighbors on both sides across the street. One on this side smoking dope. One across the street smoking dope. One on this side. So I'm surrounded by all these folks smoking dope. You just walk out in the yard on any given day. You smell the old stinky stuff. Where is Jesus? You know what? And I, I told my, my, my brother as we were talking about, I said, look, I ain't going to let these folks make me leave my house, try to leave my neighborhood and move somewhere else. Uh, I, I, what, what I'm going to do, I go in my house and shit the dough. One thing about it, you ain't, you ain't coming up in here with that stinking stuff. <laughs> I can't smell it in my house. And anyway, 
But uh, I'm, I'm not going to let my neighbors and the devil or anybody else make me so disgusted that I want to leave and run off and leave this old mean world and all that kind of stuff. The devil is a lie. Don't, don't you let the devil run you nowhere. You go when you get ready and go where the Lord said go, but don't let the devil run you because the devil start running you. You be running ever since. Yeah, you be running from now on. Don't let the devil run you nowhere. He ain't running me nowhere. He ain't running me off this street. God, this is my street. I claim this street. And so uh, uh, I, I, I close my door and come in and, 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 and enjoy Jesus in my house. And so uh, I want to encourage you all to uh, just just uh, uh, have faith in God. Where is Jesus? He where he said it would be. Let's go a little bit further. Look at, let's go to an Old Testament scripture. I got two, and I'm going to let you go. Now, go with me to the Old Testament, Deuteronomy, the book of Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy. And then we'll go to the book of Isaiah. I'm going to let y'all go. Okay. Look at uh, Deuteronomy. Now, this particular chapter here, Deuteronomy 31, this, this is the book where, chapter where uh, uh, Moses was uh, getting ready to go, God leader, getting ready to go and be with the Lord. And uh, uh, God uh, uh, told Moses to appoint Joshua to lead these people to the promised land. Joshua, you, my successor, I want you to lead these people on. And, and, he, and he, he, he encouraged them uh, a bunch. Okay. Uh, look at uh, chapter 31. I want to get straight to my punchline. Uh, if, if you like in your, in your, in your time, just, just read uh, verse 1 down to verse 8, but I'm going to skip all that and just go straight to the punchline, okay? Uh, 31, verse number 7 and 8, Deuteronomy. Verse number 7 says, And Moses called unto Joshua, saying unto him in the sight of all Israel, All right, Joshua, my boy, be strong and of a good courage. That's very important right there. Be strong. Show, always show yourself strong. Remember I told you the other day, always keep yourself in a position of strength. Be strong and of a good courage. Always have a good spirit, a good attitude, a good outlook on life. Don't you let life get you down, brothers and sisters, sons and daughters. Don't you let this world get you down. Don't you let nobody crazy on a job get you down. You be you be courageous. Be you be strong, and you be of a good uh and of good courage. Don't you let no job break your spirit, man. People been trying to break my spirit for years. Folks been trying to break me. What it take to break Thomas? What it what it take to get this guy to just give up? Throw up both his hands. Make me want to holler. What it take? <laughs> the devil ain't figured out yet. Because he hit me one way, I go another way. He hit me over here, I go another way. So he just don't know what it takes to get this old boy down. He don't know what it takes to make me hang my head down and feel so sad. He don't know what to do. Amen. And I will keep him like that. Amen. Keep 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 him in, keep him in dispense. He don't know. He don't know what drives me. But I know what drives me. Amen. That's the Lord Jesus Christ. He don't know nothing about him. Amen. But I know he's on the inside of me. And so uh, Moses called Joshua. Come out, son. Okay. He said, in the sight of all the children of Israel, the congregation, he said, I got something to tell you. Uh, be strong and of a good courage. Always a good courage. Keep your spirit up. Be strong now. For thou must go with this people. You got to go with this people. All right. 
unto the land which the Lord has sworn unto their fathers to give them. And thou shalt cause them to inherit it. All right? You be strong, son. Be of good courage, Joshua. Verse number 8 said, And the Lord, he it is that do go before you. He will be with you. He will not fail you, neither forsake you. Fear not, neither be dismayed. This is these are these are great encouraging words from Moses to Joshua. He said, Joshua, you, look, you be strong. Uh, you you got you got work to do, boy. You got work to do. And uh, you you Joshua, you you got to lead these people uh, across this river and through through the wilderness and uh, over the mountain to this promised land. You got to do this. You got to do this. And he said, now. Oh, uh, uh, now I want you to understand. It is the Lord that's gonna go before you. He will. He will not fail you, and He will not forsake you. Where is Jesus? That's my question. I'm going back to where is Jesus? He where He said He's gonna be. He He where He said He's gonna be. He He gonna be with you. He said He right here. He with Joshua. He's saying He will not fail you. And he will not forsake you. So don't we ever think that God's going to fail us and God's going to forsake you. Even in, in the Christ, in the midst of your Christ, even in the midst of finance, finance is just all, Lord, my finance is just all messed up. Where is Jesus? He's right where he said he's going to be. In the midst of your finance. Well, we don't we don't answer question where Jesus is when our pocket full of money. Where is Jesus, man? You got this big pocket full of money. You 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 know where he is now, don't you? You got all that money. Where is Jesus? Oh, he on my side. And yeah, he on your side when when your pocket get low. Also, he right where he said he'll be, even when you sit in the hospital going through what you're going through. He's with you right then. When you up, when you well, everything going your way, he's with you. When it's not going your way, he's with you. He he is never at any time, any point of our life, he's he's he has abandoned us. He's forsaken us. Never, 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 never. All right? And he said, Don't he won't leave you. He won't forsake you. And and don't you be afraid. And don't be dismayed. So fear is something that I, I, I've learned uh, to deal with and I'm conquering each and every day of my life. Feel just get on out of my way. Ain't no sense in being scared no more. Ain't no sense in being scared of life. Ain't no sense in being scared of death no more. And uh, just get on out of my way because I've learned if I live, I live to the Lord. If I die, I die to the Lord. So it really don't make no difference. All glory going to go to God anyway. So the devil just get on out of my way. Now, fear don't do nothing but peril, make you paranoid and, and, and paralyze you and just make you afraid and shake you don't want to do nothing. Just get on out of my way. I ain't scared of nothing, nobody, no devil, no nothing. And uh, and so I want you to be that way. Don't be afraid. Somebody, I'm afraid to die. Don't be, die with Jesus. Die with Jesus. Amen. And uh, and 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 let that when you go down, the Lord He He with you. You remember there was a man in the Bible. And I'm gonna say this, and I gotta get out of here. Uh, turn with me to the book of Isaiah. And I'm gonna say this while I'm turning there. Isaiah, there's uh, uh sixty. Isaiah forty-three. There was a man in the Bible called uh, Elijah. Elijah was such a holy man. And when Elijah got sick, when Elijah died, you, you know everything about you is holy. 
you, you, your body is holy, your life is holy, your bones holy. Elijah was so holy that when he died, they threw they dug the grave, they threw Elijah in the grave, and, and, and his bones was holy. And and, and they were uh, burying a man one day. Uh, a man came through there, and, and, and he uh, threw a dead man and messed around, throwed him next to Elijah, dead bones. And, and, and Elijah's bones were so holy and so vibrant and so full of life that, that those dead bones from Elijah revived this man. This man came alive because uh, uh, based on the fire that Elijah had shed up in his bones. So what I'm saying, the thing about it is we are God's property. And, 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 and every part of you, every ounce of you, every piece of me belongs to God. My life, my body, my bones, everything from the crown of my head to the sole of my feet, all that belongs to God, and all of that is holy. And uh, and, and, and so we got to look at life. Look, where is Jesus? He's always with us. He's always with us. So, hey, don't don't fear anything. Just have faith in God Almighty. Look at Isaiah, Isaiah 40, 43. God, he's continuing to... to Talk to me. Where is Jesus? And I was saying, Lord, why all this right here? Why I'm getting? I know you got me, but don't let me get this. I know you got me, but don't let me get sick. I know you got me, but uh, don't, 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 don't let me get a fever. Here we fire back at me. I'm giving it to you this morning. Isaiah 43, verse number one. And then let's read this on down. Check this out. 43, verse one. But now, thus said the Lord that created thee, O Jacob. And he that formed thee, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed thee. That means I, I brought you back. I have called thee by thy name. Thou art mine. I know I'm his. From the crown of my head to the sole of my feet, my bones, my entire body, my life belongs to God. Thou art mine. In verse number two, he said, when thou go through the waters, I'll be with you. So when we go through the waters of life, water means trouble. Any kind of water, movie water. You ever, you ever had a dream? You dreamed about water. I, I, I dreamed about water so many times. Running water, deep water, uh, rushing water. There ain't no more trouble. And uh, when, when you go through, when you go through uh, the waters, the Lord said, "I'm gonna be with you. I'm gonna be with you." Where is Jesus? When you go through the waters, I will be with you. And, 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 and through the rivers, and when you go through the rivers, listen to what the Lord said. When you go through the waters and when you go through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. These things are not uh, designed to destroy you, uh, but you got to go through them. Did, did you hear what he said? You go through. Somebody said, go through. Will you sing a song, take me through? Dear Lord, take me through. Go through. You know what I'm saying? We're going through something. We're not stopping in the midst of it. We're going through it. So when you go, when you go through the waters, when you go through the rivers, they shall not overflow thee. In other words, the, the water is not going to cover my head up. It, uh, it's not going above my head. It shall not overflow thee. And check this out. And when thou walkest through the fire, sometimes we got to go through the fires of life. Oh, yes. I've been in the fire. You've been in the fire. Going to be in many more fires. When you walk through the fire, thou shalt not be burned, neither shall the flame kindle upon you. God said the fire, even though you 
in the midst of the fire. You know, you know, and I thank God for those, he, the, the story of those three boys, you know, they threw in the fire furnace. Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego that was in the fire. And that, that was a fourth person in the fire. I thank God. I don't care about the sickness. I don't care about the fire. I don't care about the water. Brothers, it, brothers and my sister, it's always going to be another man in the fire with you. It's always going to be a man in the, in, in, in the water with you. And, and, and I don't mind. I don't mind. I swim the Mississippi River as long as Jesus right beside me. I, I I go through the fire. The Lord in the fire, he takes the heat out the flame. You're not going to drown. You're not going to burn. It's not going to destroy you. Not in Jesus. Jesus, after he, after he, they, he, they crucified him and, and pierced him and took him down and buried him in, the, in, 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 in Joseph's tomb. The Bible said he went down to hell three days and three nights and hell had the greater revival. God, Jesus went down there and preached to the soul that was in prison. Three days and three nights. And, uh, and, and, and you know what? And, 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 the, and, and the poor thief on the cross went with him. You know, the one that said, Lord, uh, when you get to your kingdom, remember me. And Jesus said, this day you're going to be with me in paradise. This day. They they went to hell and Jesus gave hell a revival. And, and, and look, I go to hell with Jesus. Y'all hear what I'm saying? I don't care about hell. Somebody said, hell is hot. Yeah, hell is hot. But if Jesus go down there, I go too. I, I stand right beside him. My big brother, my master, my Lord and my Savior, hell can't do me no harm. Now, if Jesus is there, nothing can hurt you if Jesus is around you. Nothing can hurt you if Jesus is there. So when we go through the water, when we go through the rivers, Jesus is there. He's there too. When we go through the fire, Jesus is in the fire. Just like the, the, the Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, Jesus was in the flame with him. So what am I saying? What am I saying? Where is Jesus? He's in there with you. Y'all hear what I'm saying? He's right in the midst of whatever it is with you. And it can't do you no harm. Hurricane, wind blowing, storm all around us. But you know what? All the debris flying in the air, you're going to be all right. Because the debris and the creation respect God Almighty. You hear what I'm saying? Creation respect God. You think the wind going to get out of control and hurt God? He spoke to the wind. And he spoke to the wind, and the wind obeyed him. He said, peace be still. And the Bible said there was a great calm, the sea, and the calm. Everything just came, uh, just, just went normal, just be still. There was a great calm over the sea. Creation gonna, can't do nothing with God. He created creation. Creation obey God. Creation obey our Lord and our Savior Jesus Christ. Creation don't don't he 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 know he know who the boss is. You know, uh it's just like it's just like a man that got a dog. That dog know who the boss is. I don't care how bad he is, he's a come here. Sit. He be barking. You know what? A man that got a dog well trained, a man that uh, uh, uh got a dog well trained, I, I I go around that man and his dog. I've been around a man and he told me, Come on, he ain't gonna buy you. He ain't gonna buy you. I was scared. I was nervous. But he said, he ain't going to bother you, Thomas. Come on. I'll be looking at him. But you said, come on. I trust you. He going to listen to you. All right. You you, you, you the boss, right? You train him. He going to listen to you. I trust you. That this dog, he ain't going to do nothing. He going to walk right beside you, and I'm going to walk on the other side of you. All right. Now, Jesus said, back to what he said right here. He said, when you go through the rivers, it will not overflow thee. When I walk through the fire, Thou shalt not be burned. 
Neither shall uh, uh, shall the, the kennel uh, a flame kennel up on thee. Verse three says, "For I am the Lord thy God, the Holy One of Israel, the Savior. I gave Egypt for thy ransom, Ethiopian and Seba for thee, since thou was precious in my sight." And God thinks so much about His children. Since thou were precious in my sight, thou hast been honorable, and I have loved you. Therefore, I will give men for you and people for thy life. God love his creation. I am God's creation. You are God's creation. God love his creation. He's not about to destroy what he created. He didn't bring you this for to leave you. He didn't, he didn't bring you into what you have to take it away from you unless you're not giving him glory anymore. God love you. God going to keep you. And, 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 and write this down. Keep this in your mind. God going to finish what he started. Y'all hear what I'm saying? He going to finish what he started. God know what he started. Paul said God created some a great work in you, and he going to finish what he started. He ain't through yet. He God ain't through with you yet. But when, when, when my assignment is over, he going to finish what he started. Amen. He going to finish what he started. The work is not complete. The work is not done. There's so much work to do. Still got to help these children get their life together. Drugs and dope and all the alcohol trying to destroy them. All the crazy lifestyle trying to destroy them. Uh, everything jumping out and coming out of cheering, trying to, trying to throw them all. Amen. Get them all confused. The men don't know the men. The women don't know the women. And get them all confused and crazy at the head. God ain't through. God ain't through. Got to help these folks get straightened out and figure out this thing. Figure out, let them know who they are. You're God's child. You're a child of God. Children of God. Not the children of the devil. Listen to what he said. Since you were precious in my sight, you honorable. I have loved you. And therefore, I will, I will give men for you and people for thy life. A lot of folk got to go before you go. Because God loves you. Verse 5 says, fear not, for I am with you. I will bring thy seed from the east and gather thee from the west. I will say to the north, give up, and to the south, keep not back. Bring my son from far and my daughter from the end of the earth. Even everyone that is called by my name, for I have created him for my glory. I have formed him, yea, I have made him. Amen. I have made him. God made him. Amen. I thank God for Jesus. Where is Jesus? He right where he said he's going to be, in your life, in the midst of the storm, in your life, in the midst of hard time, in your life, in the midst of financial difficulty, in your life, in the midst of sin. Oh, I feel bad the other day, y'all. I feel bad. You know, fever make you feel bad. You, you you can deal with a cold or cough or whatever. When you run a fever, you just feel bad. I felt bad. I felt bad several days this week. I felt bad. Where was Jesus? He was right there. He was right there with me. While I was feeling bad. Amen. And then one day he spoke and said, enough, just enough. And I thank him today. So brothers and sisters, where is Jesus? Keep in mind, keep in mind, he's always with you. Well, said my hips hurt, my legs hurt, these old legs. God's still with you in the midst of the old pain. You ain't gone. You ain't gone. And uh, you ain't going to go until God said your assignment is complete. So, my brothers and my sisters, be encouraged today. I try to just uh, calm down, not get too excited, but when I think about the goodness of the Lord and all what he done for me, he kept me down through the years, and I ain't been sick in a long, well, I ain't been sick in a long time. Uh, even when I had my surgery, I was sort of down a little bit, but I wasn't sick 
it's been a long time since I've been sick. So uh, when I got sick uh, the other day, it it kind of messed me up a little bit, and I feel like I said, "Well, God, God, you got me. Why am I getting sick like this right here? I don't want to be sick. I want everybody to know that uh, Thomas Johnson don't get sick." <laughs> but the Lord said, "Thomas Johnson, you do get sick, and when you get sick, I still got you, boy. I still got you." Amen. So uh, he turned my morning into dancing. Amen. I dance today. I'm going to do my happy dance again today. Amen. Every day I'm going to give God a little glory, a little, a little praise. Amen. Let him know I appreciate what he done. God bless you at this time. Uh, this is all I have for you. I tried to cut it short, but Lord, it looked like I went just as long as I did at the church. But anyway, pray for me. Keep praying for me. Keep your boy in prayer. I pray for you. At this time, we're going to ask Sister Jack, if you will, you give us our announcement for today. Thanks, Pastor Johnson, for another amazing message. Make sure to join us next week for an all-new episode of the Upper Room Church Podcast. Until then, remember, encounter Jesus, echo hope, and dwell in love.